Hardwood Boys, episode 11. Hey, my name's Vic with the Hardwood Boys, and I just want to put out a special thanks to a couple of listeners this week. We have Amy Egoff, Lake in the Hills, Elizabeth Parada from Diamond Head, and I'm going to turn it over to Kenan because he has, wants to say a special thanks to somebody. I, I just want to give a special thanks. We thanked him before Jeff uh, do it. He does a lot of... Number one fan on Facebook. Number one fan so far. He does a lot of sharing and, um, and liking all of our stuff. But he uh, let me know the other day that the way he listens, the best way that to, for him to listen to the Hardwood Boys is he makes a bubble bath. He sits in it with a nice glass of whiskey and he sets that's up. That's not what he put. No, that's what he said. He gets in a bubble bath. That's not what he put. He did, I promise you. He sits in a bubble bath on a Sunday night and he listens to Hardwood He, he tries to catch gnats. <laughs> he was drinking a Zima. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And, it, and his favorite, well, the whiskey. Yes, you're right. Not a Zima. So you were right. I was lying about that. I was trying to make him sound better with the whiskey instead of a Zima. Still make Zima? I don't have a clue. <laughs> okay, tonight our subject is uh, we're gonna talk about pond management. Uh, I'll give y'all kind of a rundown. You see, I have a little poison ivy. It's an exciting topic on on the on the <laughs> cheek. We'll, so we'll get through all that. Um, maybe talk about some other stuff that'll probably just pop in our heads. But as far as that goes, we'll get started with Saturday morning. Quinn and I get up. It's my cousin and. Trip's still sleeping. He's out cold. So we, we get up and, and start working on our trolling motors on our big pond. And, and so I'm like, Quinn, I want to do some other stuff for the guys getting here to dig the pond. You know, we got guys coming with bulldozers and track hoes. They're going to do some digging, this and that, and the other. And we want to catch our big bass out of our small pond. That's the one that, that we're going to be working on. So... Quinn and I go to a, a certain stand that we have in the woods called Shady Grove. All of our stands have, have funny names from Gob, Shady Grove, uh, Hugo Blind, Landon Strip, just whatever we come up with. So we go to Shady Grove, which is, there's a, a ladder stand and a feeder. And it we haven't been there in three years. And it's horrible. I and mean, we, we went through the five, six-foot briars, just, just going through there to get in there. So we get the stand out of there, load it all up, take it back to the camp, get it unloaded. And I'm like, Quinn, let's go let's go try to catch some fish before before these guys. Because, I mean, it's like 7.30 in the morning. These guys are supposed to get in there like, like 9. So we go over to our little pond. We've had the pump in it. It's, it's been pumping for four days. It's probably five foot deep in the deepest spot. And, and, and I mean, the water's clear as so we can see in there pretty good and we're not seeing any. So what, what what were they coming to do to your pond? Well, they're, they're, they're coming in there, so they're digging it out there it's, because it's we feel like it's too shallow. So the, the side that the sun shines on is real shallow and you, you want that area deeper. deeper yeah. um, we, we want to get some, some more structure in the deeper holes. So we're actually gonna take it down to I don't know, eighteen or twenty feet deep. Is that, is that kind of what all over? All over? Yeah, the whole the whole thing is pretty much. I mean, there'll be some shallow areas yeah. for like spawning and that sort of stuff. We're gonna put some some more gravel in there for for the brim and the bass to, to do their spawns. But like on the sun side is is really important. You want depth because that water will get a lot warmer right there, and they're never gonna go to it. So, so what we, kind of bottom type do they like, and what kind of structure do they want? In there? Well. 
you know, you as far as structure goes, I mean, we've put Christmas trees, yeah, yeah. hundreds of Christmas trees in, in both of our lakes, but they, they make like almost like the light bulb grabbers that you can use to get the highlight that you put it in there. They make those, I don't know what it's called, yeah. but you can drop them down in the water and they're big. They're like seven foot tall and they'll start going algae on them and, and that makes yeah. structure that, and that gets the fish somewhere to hang around. You know, it's not... Not like a Christmas tree, because if you if you throw yeah. like we've been fishing, yeah. you hook a Christmas tree. Yeah, here's not coming back. back. Yeah. Here, here <laughs> lately, especially we've been fishing wacky rigs. In, in what, what's a wacky rig? So instead of come on, hook, come on yeah. So instead <laughs> of hooking, hooking the worm long ways, oh, you hook it wackily. You turn it sideways, and your hook sticking out. So you get in the Christmas tree. You let you let it drop in the tree. You're, you're getting hung up. Yeah, you're putting a new, new hook on there. Yeah, so. We're going to clean it all out, um, kind of leave the little island area in the middle it, it, where it'll be a little bit more shallow. Um, we'll add, you know, some of those, I don't know, whatever they called them. I don't even remember. But we'll, we'll put seven or eight of those in there. We'll get some cedar trees and drop down in there. Maybe even lay over some pine trees in the, in, on the edges for, like, the baby bluegill. Because that's the, the bait fish, the bluegill or shad or shell crackers. The bass have to have those in order to get get big. And you know, a couple of years ago, Brandon and I were up there, and I caught a couple of nice ones within five minutes. So I'm expecting us to go in there this weekend and pull ten and twelve pounds. Well, there weren't a lot of bluegill or anything that no in there either. There's there's quite a few like a hybrid brim. That's, that I, I, I've seen those. They're like white. With almost, they kind of look like a sheephead, like a freshwater sheephead. Yeah. I don't know what they are, are. Yeah. but, I mean, there's quite a few and some real big ones in there. And I was expecting to pull some 10 and 12 bass out of there. I, I, I fully expected to pull those out of there, and we were just going to put them in the big pond. Well, since January, we, we've, we've had to kill five otters. Just in in, so in, in the big, eating the big bass. We killed them in the big lake, okay. you know, swimming across the big lake. Um, but I, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of that and and the the bald eagles. I mean, obviously we can't kill the bald eagles. That, the, the, you can't. You can't. No. You never had roasted bald eagles. No. Well, <laughs> oh, I, I never eat it. That that breeding pair we've had on our you property. You salute them when they fly by. <laughs> yeah. <with> this. <laughs> They're so cool service. to have, you know. Because I mean, growing up, oh, yeah. you never saw them. Yeah. We have a breeding pair that's been on our property for eight years, and every single year they 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 chase off their their little. They're a little baby bald eagle when they go out and make a new nest on the yeah. same pair. And yeah, their nest is, is huge. We have a, have a, a spot in school we set up and we look at it. Uh, or I'll look at it, like, especially when, like, when we have the little babies in there. You can see them in there, see it in there. Um, but I've never personally seen the bald eagles catch, catch anything. Well, that one time on on the dam when they were sitting there swallowing a fish. Well, we had a <laughs> we had like a bad algae bloom that 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 year, and so we lost a lot of brim in our big pond, a, a lot of them. And so I guess the wind carried them, and they went up on the dam, and there was a, one of the little a little baby bald eagle. I mean, he was big enough to fly. Was on the dam, 
eating them. And Brandon and I were like, we were looking down to the spotting scope. And like, come on, Brandon, we might have to go pick this thing up. Like, we, I, we thought something was wrong with it. We got like within five feet of it before it flew off. Yeah, it looks like it's it choking. It flew right at your face. Yeah. It was, it, it, fly after yeah. it, I mean, they're, they're, uh, it's a big bird. But yeah, even I, my baby was big. I really <laughs> feel like the otters put a, a really, really just uh, I think they went in there and just cleaned out our, our, our little pond of all our big bass and and so that's at, when it comes to pond management you need to make sure you don't have a predator like a, an otter yeah in there and I mean even like when when they come in and and are testing our water should put lime in there or, you know fertilizer in there saying you need you need 25,000 bluegill or you know we're going to add a thousand of these, you know, Florida bass or whatever. You know, you you have to make sure all your ratios are right. So that was my question. You actually have a company that manages these ponds for you. Do they come in and do like a scientific approach where they do sampling and check how many of a certain species are in there? They they come in with these, these electrodes and it's big yep. ten foot arms. They they go down the water with a generator mm-hmm. and they go to a certain area. They're like, where do y'all catch y'all fish? And you tell them. So they go to that area. Boom. They they hit they fire all that generator shocks and, and you better be ready because yeah. here they come floating up. They want you to grab everything you can grab in that. And so a lot of the bigger fish they can swim through the shock. They'll come up and kind of flutter a little bit and then swim off. But the little fish, yeah, they, they're there. They're floating. They put them in in the little Light tub. Yeah. Put them in a tub and they put a, a drop of something in there and it, it causes them to regurgitate so they can see what they're eating. Really? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's cool, but they they wait till the very end to do that. You know what that sounds like? Alien abductions. <laughs> well, they're not getting the probe. <laughs> well, they're getting, much, they make you throw up, and they send you back in. It's an alien. Yeah, we're an alien to those fish. Yeah, so. that's an alien abduction. Well, that makes that's funny. another. They're topic. like, we're just by a UFO. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they go down and tell their friends, and yeah. like, bullshit. You did not <laughs> just have that experience. Yeah. But, it was sorry. like this bright light and I was sucked up into it. Yeah, I just got sucked up and then they fed me something. I threw up everything and then they threw me back. They measured me and they weighed me and then they threw me back. They said I was too small. Yeah. I'm not a keeper. And all the, his friends are like, you're stupid. You're a fucking crazy fish. But So they take measurements and they tell you what, what they think you need to do. And, and I mean... A lot of times it could be like just a, a, a cycle, you know. Let's let's put in twenty five thousand bluegill, and then you know a thousand bass, and then you come back around. Let's do thirty thousand bluegill and fifteen hundred bass. But realistically, from what I've been told, is the the bass that are you know when they spawn February March by the summer that bass should be about a pound. Really? Yeah. And, and they grow that fast. Yes. Okay. So if you're catching an eight-inch bass in the summertime, you got to get them out of there because you have you're going to have so many eight-inch bass. You got to you got to get them out. Food for Correct. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're never all, going yeah, to be size. able to 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 manage them correctly. So you know when we first put that pond in ten years ago, we we put in. Six pound bass, we put in three pound bass, we put in one pound bass, and they told us in three years you will catch 11 and 12 pound bass. Never once has a bass that big come out of that lake. Yeah. Never. And I mean, we've, we've missed and, and, 
and Trip rags me out to this day. He Trip had the biggest fish ever hooked in that pond. I was on the boat, and when it came up, he, he had a, a Rapala, and mm-hmm. it was laid across that bottom lip. And when I went to go with him, I was like, I'm not living that thing. And <laughs> literally, boom, the line out. popped. And he, he was furious. I don't so think he talked to me. The line popped? Yeah. Or it's been, the, line, the line popped. Oh, so that fish took yeah. his bait, too. So I, I don't think he talked to me for like two weeks. And to this day, I mean, that's been five, six years ago. He's still ragging. Can, you, can you call him right now? And we'll no. Get him on the line? <laughs> no. No? Okay. Just relive that memory. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to hear Tripp's version of that. <laughs> I'm sure there's always two sides no, there. I'm sure you you like hit that bass and knocked it off. I mean, like, you probably cut the line. Trip was like, why didn't you grab him by the gills? He's like, if that was me, out, we would have just cut the, the lure out of my thumb. I was like, I did I reached down, I saw it, and I pulled up. But my bad. See, if you call Trip right now, I can hear him saying, "Why did you take your knife out and just cut the freaking line and throw the bass in the water?" I knew it was gonna bite. Yeah, I knew, yeah, I knew that hook might hit me in the tongue or the face. But so we're gonna go in. We're gonna we're gonna dig it out, and then we're gonna obviously fill it back in. And it'll take a while. I mean, you know, yeah. 16, 18 feet of water. For that whole pond will take a while to, to fill it up. Man. From your well, we'll yeah, we'll pump house? we'll pump it out of our big pond into the little pond. Is that spring fed? Or? Yeah, that or, it, it, yeah. It's, it's got that, that pond's got three springs in it. Really? So, yeah. yeah. So okay. a big pond doesn't feed the small pond normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a bank there. Yeah. There's a there's the, the dam for the big pond, and then right on the other side of that is where the little pond is. Um, and it's I mean I say little I mean yeah well, it's a couple two three acres probably. Maybe That's, yeah. Compared to compared to your thirty yeah. acre, compared to the other one, it, it's oh, it's a yeah. lot smaller. Um, but you know that that's that's a trophy pond is what it's supposed to be. The um, big one or the little the, one? the little one. Okay. I mean, we've caught some bigger. We've caught bigger bass out of the bigger pond. Yeah. But uh, again, over the last few years, we've had the otters in there, the bald eagles yeah. in there. And now, were those ponds there when y'all? Got the place. The big pond was there. The big lake. But y'all built the little pond and made it a trophy pond. Ten, ten years ago. Okay. Um, Just like your trophy pond. Yeah. You know, my trophy <laughs> yeah. pond. The trophy pond is that little tiny yeah. thing that like is a, covered it's with It's like a, a cow water yeah. cow yeah. pond. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, like, call it, you call it five pounder out there. Yeah. We already pound. put the picture on the Facebook page and the Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> That Brandon Massive. caught. I told you there were two pounders in that, or maybe three pounds. I don't know yeah. how big it was, but I, in that little tiny pond, you could n- not jump across, but you can cat. You you can barely cast in it because it's so small. Yeah. And you hit the other side. Yeah. And it's you didn't small. I didn't believe you at all. That black little pond. It was black, yeah. dark water because it's been there for 150 years as a cow pond, and, and then the trees grew up around it. it all in and it. we had otters in Lilies it for a while. In and how deep was that pond? I would not know, but I can't imagine it being more than five feet deep. Yeah, I can't yeah, imagine. Across it. No. No, because yeah, I, I was throwing a worm no. on the bottom. It can't be more than six feet deep. Yeah, maybe on that back corner where the otter house was that they had a little island built. And, and I don't know why yeah. I sat there for an hour and a half. But you before did. Before I caught a fish. Because you yeah. believed in me. No, I didn't. <laughs> and I was so glad. When you caught that fish, I was like, thank you. The Lord, <laughs> because I knew, I caught him. I'd seen my yeah. nephew catch him, and we went and threw him in the big pond that my dad just built. But he threw a bunch of catfish in there, and it's muddy. It's a it'll be a great pond eventually. But. One thing too that that they told us is like snapping turtles. 
Mm-hmm. Not not just like the red ears slide oh, no. see loggerhead. The, the snapping turtles will wreak havoc on the brim beds, on the bass beds. They can go sense. in and wipe out an entire bass yeah. bed. So we we when they told us that, uh, my buddy D, he called me, he's like, Hey man, there's there's some turtle traps on, on Facebook. So I met a dude in Popperville one day and picked up two turtle traps, twenty five bucks. And, and we've caught lots of turtles. Um, Do y'all eat them? No. You don't eat a squirrel. You're not going to eat a turtle. I, I, I mean, I've asked people if they wanted them, and they said, yeah, but... No, I don't, I'm not a big turtle fan either. Tough to clean. They're very well, hard to clean. We, we had... We, we used to eat them. I like them. I mean, well, I've had turtle soup, but... but I, I don't know. My papa always cleaned yeah. them, so I don't know how to do it. I've tried cleaned. it once, we, and I swear we ate them, and they were good. Was I've eaten mess. turtle soup, and it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not something yeah, I would go after. Well, we had, like in our... In our hunting club, we had some beaver ponds in there, so you'd have to go and clean the snapping turtles out of there, um, you know, a couple times a year we'll just, during the yeah. summer. We go in, we, we'll, we'll catch a mess of fish, and we'll clean them, and we'll throw all the, you know, heads and everything in, in the traps and go set them out. And the oh, next yeah. morning, you got turtles, you have eight or ten turtles in there. Of course, um, yeah. No, we just sat around. That's the side of these parts. Start a restaurant. So you pop them too. I'm not cleaning them. If you want to clean them and you can start cooking it, I'll try it. That ain't my thing, man. Let me ask you this though: on the um, the bluegill population in your pond, just having a biology background and just doing a little reading before this, how how, what size bluegill are you catching out there on average? Giant ones. As big as that iPad. Well, that counters my argument. That's a massive. I saw one the other day. <laughs> you, you catching a lot of them out of there? I, I mean, when when you start catching them, I mean, they're, they're every bit of eight or nine inches long. My God. Even in black yeah, water, I caught, like, I caught like 20 before breakfast one, one morning. Yeah, that little pond we have in Blackwater that is tiny. Yeah. And they have bluegill in there that are bigger than my hand, which my hand's not huge, but they were, they're big, big size bluegill. But the, the width of them, how thick they are, the meat on both sides, it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's massive. Yeah. We just, we whole fried them. They were great. Yeah. We ate the heck out of them on a fire back before we had power and everything. We were in a trailer. Yeah. We ate them, me, Georgia and Kim and Michaela. Yeah. So Quaylen even liked them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you nibble on the tail when you fry oh, them. Yeah, you gotta eat the tail. The tail's the best. I know, all the fins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not the dorsal. Those are kind of, those are kind of hard. If but. you don't nibble on the tail, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Um, Quinn <laughs> actually, <laughs> Quinn caught like, I don't know, a pound and a half was two pound broom. What? Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Huge. So that water's clear? Yeah, we don't have to. Well, they come in, they, they said it was too clear. So, you know, I guess they lime and fertilize it to, to you know, help get it cloudy, which, yeah. I, which I, I'm assuming, you know, it helps the fishing. Yeah. But not the. You, you can't, yeah. it doesn't help the appearance. Of exactly. The right. So they go in, they drop their little, they had a little weight and they had a little rope with the lines on it. And, you know, there's a certain distance. Secchi disc. Yeah. They, they, you only want. That's what it's called. A what? Secchi disc. I like yeah, secchi disc. Yeah, you know. Secchi disc? They want it like, like 12 inches, 8 to 12 inches. That's the best kind of yeah. secchi disc you oh. got. 8 to 12 inches. <laughs> <laughs> So, 8 to 12 inches of, of visibility is what they're looking for. So, it's just getting the, the chlor, uh, I guess that'd be algae in the water, chlorophyll yeah, in the water? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the, the, the baby, little baby bass and little baby bluegill are eating that plankton-type stuff and until they get big enough. If to, it's 
clear as a whistle, then the big fish can see them from a mile away and can eat them right. easily. They, then, then they eat the all of their food source, yeah. and then they don't have any more. Mm-hmm. You know, and and fishing-wise, too. Yeah. You, you exactly. coming up there and, and fishing in a clear-ass pond... It's tough. They see you. Right. Yeah, if it's, it's cloudy, like they don't see you. Like that, it's weird. So. And one thing that we, we've we been doing here lately, like we'll clean fish and we'll check the we'll check the stomach and see what they've been eating. And I'm telling you one thing that these bass have been wearing out are baby turtles. You know, 50 no cent piece. Yes. You got like 3,000 of them in that. Yeah. yeah. Seems- I mean, you've been, you been fishing with baby turtles then? No. No. <laughs> At least a lure, you know. Toss yeah. one out. Maybe we need to make one. That's what we'll, we'll look into. We'll look into the, the, the stomach and, and see kind of where, you know, what's. What they've been eating just to give us an idea. I've done that offshore with some tuna before and found uh, like crustaceans and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. It didn't help me any, but it was interesting. <laughs> it's cool to kind yeah. of know, you know. Oh, digging their stomachs? Yeah. Yeah, Sonny Schindler cuts every fish open and he finds out what they're eating, which is smart. Mm-hmm. You know, he finds all yeah, kinds of crazy yeah. He yeah. finds all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff and he puts it on Facebook about, you know, a, a redfish that had two plastic lures in it of a certain color and. Um, yeah, yeah we've, we've pulled plastic worms out of, out of the bass that we've caught sometimes. You got it back. Yeah. Well, I mean, Did you reuse really it? it? No, no. It's <laughs> kind of already starting to like break up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know what colors are, are, are working. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a pretty neat little process. And, and it, hopefully we'll, we'll fill it up. We'll have it done. We'll fill it up. In three years, you'll we'll invite us and yeah. we'll catch some big yeah. bass. Yeah, we'll be yeah. catching. Not should us. be you never invited me or Ben to fish in your pond. Nine or ten pounders. In, in I really want to fish in your pond, Vic. One well, day you don't ever go <laughs> to, to <laughs> your camp. <laughs> On I, don't, the I, I don't fish in my pond in my camp. Well, you either. don't go on the weekends. You go during the week because you you got work on the weekends. I know, so I I own my own like, business, so therefore I can get away when it's gonna be 50 degrees in october and guess what a blind doe will walk up to you when it's 50 degrees <laughs> one missing an eye yeah and lick you in the face <laughs> it's only during the week though they yeah. come out no, not a weekend they don't they, they, they they're hanging out yeah no that's the way it goes i i wanted to ask ben a question because you and chris went fishing after our last podcast yeah and y'all spent a day out there y'all caught a couple of fish didn't y'all yeah, we did well uh, by the end of the day, but we got out there right at daybreak. I thought we had beat the crowd. We showed up at the dock at uh, about 4.30 in the morning, and there was a line to get bait. Uh, I didn't expect that, but uh, we ended up, we got out to Cat Island right around right around daybreak, and uh, right on the south side, there was about 20 other boats lined up. I mean, it, it's for being such a remote island, it was surprising. It felt like it was at Walmart. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Hardwood Boys, where we talked about pond management. If you want to hear the rest of Ben's fishing story, you need to tune in to the next episode. Thanks. Bye.